Welcome to Live from the Astro. We're in the parking lot this week. Every week we meet here. I'm Richard Parks. This is David Weinberg. Welcome. Uh, I'm just noticing that at the moment you hit record, we are witnessing the last seconds of the sun. It's about to set uh, behind that hill. It being three, what time is it? It's 3.30. We're doing it differently because usually we meet here every week and we have an unscripted conversation for an hour between usually 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. on Friday morning. But this week... Well, I'm going out of town tomorrow for the holidays to see my family, and so we are pre-recording this episode for release this Friday. Is I forgetting anything? That's it? Will you walk with me to the front yeah, door? Gonna, also, we decided... I don't know why we decided this, but I think it's a good idea to start in the parking lot and capture the what it feels like to arrive at the Astro. So we're walking through the parking lot, admiring the backside of the restaurant, the Googie architecture. If you don't know what that is, you listen to the previous episode. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful winter day. Is it winter yet? Yeah. Winter day, it's a little chilly. I mean, it's Advent. Yeah, it's Advent, it's Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to happy all Hanukkah. of our Semitic listeners. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people coming out of the diner gave us a suspicious look. Right after you gave me a suspicious look, after I said the word Semitic. Is it, it's okay to say Semitic, right? Absolutely. It's <laughs> okay. Descriptive. Okay. And here we go. Welcome. We're entering the Astro. Somebody's settling a check. Who has a shirt for Harley David Motorcycles from Visalia, California? Um, ham? Ham? And a lot of coffee. Ham and coffee. Uh, CNN's on, which is usually on. It's not as, um, I thought it'd be really dead, but it's like pretty, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five tables occupied in the front room and a big crew in the back room. We pointed this out before, but it is a 24-hour establishment, so it being 3.30, if you want to get, you know, cup of diner coffee and a piece of pie, for example, which is your normal order. There are not too many places around here that you could do that. Yeah. So We're looking at the pie case right now, which I don't think we've talked about, but I think one of the highlights of the menu here is the pie. This pie case is not currently rotating. Tuesday. It's Monday. Does it not rotate on Mondays? Monday? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's, the no, it's Monday. <laughs> Why is it that neither of us knows what day of the week it is? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was going to point out that the, the special today is beef liver. Thirteen ninety-five. Not bad. Well, but the pie case really is something. It's one, two, three, four, five, six tiers. And there are nine pies on those tiers right now. Sort of well, increasingly... What's the difference between a cake and a pie? Are we going to go there? <laughs> um, I mean, a pie has a crust, right? Cake does not. In my experience, yes. I feel uh, out of sorts starting the show in the parking lot. <laughs> I feel like when, you're, when we're sitting in our booth, we have our own sort of like bubble where we can talk. But I feel like now we're like standing behind the counter waiting to get set. And it's a little like... There seems to be something wrong with the check that's being paid right now. It's like taking a really long time. And uh, I'm guessing there's not a big staff at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Monday, so I don't think there's a designated host. 
I feel like you're creeping the microphone closer and closer to me, and now it's like rubbing up against my beard. <laughs> because you're getting increasingly more soda voce. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to podcast this, so right. we need the levels to be there. So speak up. Sorry. Just a little shy, a little podcast shy. It's Monday. <laughs> Should we hide in the bathroom until the check's paid? Um, we could, like, talk about the ice in the urinals. <laughs> I think we already t- touched on that. Hello, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh, we can go ahead and sit anywhere? Okay. So all that waiting there was for not. Front room, back room, what do you think? I think front room's good, although our... Maybe we should... I think right here looks pretty low profile. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, now David's going to set up his microphone. Uh, but it was a good idea that kept it lower profile. And while you get out your microphone, I'll take this opportunity to share some news with you. Uh, this morning I was texting with one of our listeners, um, an anonymous, turns out, angel investor in the Astro podcast. Hold on, I'm going to plug David's microphone in so that he can react. Oh, that's the wrong side of the, we need the male side of the XLR. Not to get anatomical here, we are having a meal probably. You set up? How do I sound? Looking good. Looking good? Am so loud enough? today I was texting with one of our many listeners um, who was sad to find out that the first episode of our podcast is no longer available on right. iTunes. Which I think has kind of been a... Re- Oh, no, you are as much a part of this as you want to be. Sue, nice to meet you. That was our waitress. I don't don't think we've ever had her before. No, I mean, since we started recording this, oh, ever, yeah. But since we started recording the show, um, we've only had Martha. So I was saying earlier, well, maybe you should explain what happened in episode one. So episode one disappeared from all the podcatchers. We got an email about it from SoundCloud. It was because we had only signed up for the free account. There's a limit on the amount of hours that we could upload every month, and we had exceeded that. And so in order to deal with that situation, SoundCloud hides the, I guess, the oldest track um, that puts you over the limit. Uh So all of a sudden, episode one was no longer there, and I was exceedingly happy about this. (laughs) Why were you happy about it? We had discussed, uh, you know, putting the episodes behind a paywall or just somehow making it more difficult for people to listen to this stuff because it's such an unvarnished look at us. And um, this somehow arbitrarily, this had solved for that. Right. And I thought, well, we still have the MP3s, you know, on our hard drives. We could maybe send it to people or whatever. We could still do a, a payment plan if we wanted to. But I like that only two weeks of this unscripted chatter would ever be available at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but turns out one of our listeners was jonesing for episode one. <laughs> and he agreed to pay. He agreed to pay our for monthly a podcast, year which I feel to like host it's... us on SoundCloud Pro. We, we get six hours a month, meaning we can put an hour-long episode every week, week out for an entire year. Yeah. And he fully funded that with his own credit card. I gave him the login credentials to our SoundCloud account. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a f- podcast competitor who's trying to sabotage us, is my guess. Oh, and some other chat podcast? No, I'm, I don't really think that. But I did feel like it was a red flag that... Because uh, when that happened, I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for this thing. <laughs> I was like, I feel like right. when you're unwilling to pay, what is it? It what was $63 a year. a year. It's like, if I'm not willing to pay $63 a year, what does that say about my... like? 
belief in this show. Well, I don't think that. And it, it would really only be thirty. I mean, I assume we'd split it. May I ask you something? But though? It did raise some concern on my part when I was like, "Well, is this worth it if I'm not even willing to pay thirty dollars to do it?" Right. But I think that it, that, that it just problem solved itself. <laughs> Problem solved itself. Well, so now episode one is basically, I think, back available. At, uh, we got the SoundCloud Pro this morning, and I think that it's available again on mm. iTunes by now. But this brings something up. I think that it's more for me about you know the fact that like this stuff could go away is good. Mm-hmm. That no, it's I ephemeral agree. is good. I liked that about it. I agree. It's, and it's not that I don't believe in it. It's that right. what is this? You know, somebody used the word hubris. Hubris. I want to talk about that in the later. How segment. do you pronounce that word first hubris? of all? Hubris. Is it you? Well, if you're Vince Scully, it would probably be hubris. Hubris. Well, <laughs> he's a great human being. We should try to get Vince. Don't Scully make on me the do show. my Vince Scully, okay? <laughs> we should try to get him on the show. Uh, oh, we should definitely, Vin. If you're listening, you can come on. You can be our first guest. I know you're not doing much <laughs> these days. Um, at any rate, do you do you, you want to skip over that for now? You, 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 hubris. <laughs> Skip over an entire segment on the Well, somebody said really? hubris, and I thought, no, I I just, thought it's not hubris I know who you're talking about, and I want to talk about that later, but I'd want to... We're subtweeting him right now. I want to dig a little deeper into who this mysterious benefactor is. I know we can't say his name, but I don't want to know. I don't know anything about him. His request was that we... Do you know him personally? Yes. Okay. I can tell you that I know him. Okay. That's how he got my... What happened was he had seen it somehow and he had started listening, I think from the third episode mm-hmm. and then gone back to the second episode and he was complimenting it via text. And I said, I appreciate it. And lucky for me, he would never listen to the first episode and he was sad about that. Mm. So I emailed him the MP3 or I think I texted it to him. It's amazing. You can just send an hour long of chat over text message. You can well, I was on my computer. I have, you know, the iMessages come into okay. my computer, and I just dragged it in, and mm. it worked. And he said, "Thank you." And he said, "But you got to fix for this." And I said, "No, nah, I don't really want to do it for various reasons." Mm-hmm. And I think he just offered. So we're considering what we will do to credit him. I'm thinking Founders Circle or, um, yeah, just patron of the capital A R T S. But. He's known to me. I'm known to him. Um, Thanks, whoever you he, are. He requested anonymity, but he said that we could get into it. Okay. But he did have some recommendations for things that we would talk did, about today. Yeah. So I feel Which, like we should maybe honor that. Well, that's Although like this is big, not a payola situation. Well, I was going to say, this is a big ethical dilemma that we have to address. It's like if, if someone agrees to pay You're for right. the show and then says they want us to talk about certain things, we've become... Okay, I Have guess we lost our we're integrity? not going to talk about them then. We're not going to talk about I was going to say, I don't really care what we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that we should think about it before we... Let's make a heart. I mean, his question was also... It was... I don't know if, the, if I can handle it. If you can handle the question? Yeah. Um, oh. What's up with the homelessness <laughs> in L.A.? And how, what can we do to fix it? Right. I thought about it. Where do you come down on that? Well, I've done a bit of reporting on homelessness in L.A. And I right, have, you've done some reporting in Skid Row, right? I have, I have, yeah. Um... A number of stories I did. Uh, How much time did you spend there, like in the sort of tent city? I don't know. Um, I mean, I've done four stories on Skid Row. One was like a documentary. It was like a half hour long, and I spent a decent amount of time there. And the other ones were all revolved around a specific place there called the Star Apartments. Um, and I am by no means an expert on homelessness, but I feel like my take is that... 
we know how to solve the problem of homelessness. Uh, it's permanent supportive housing. It's just right. like proven. We do it. It works. All the data shows that permanent supportive housing is actually cheaper than what it so costs. So can you to explain what street. that is? So permanent supportive housing is you, uh, you just give someone a house. You pay. You subsidize it in whatever way, whether it's through grants or taxpayer money. You get them into an apartment or a house, or you give them Section 8 funding, and then you pr provide what are called wraparound services, which is you make sure that they have um, addiction treatment if they have addiction issues, they have mental health services if they have mental health issues, they have medical care if they have physical conditions, so you just make sure they're well taken care of. And is this something that's subsidized and enacted on like the city level? Well, this is what I think the problem is. It's not The problem is not that we don't know how to solve the problem of homelessness. The problem is that we don't distribute the resources in a way that we need to. Um, and it's kind of crazy because it's like everything shows that it's cheaper to just do all this than it is to like leave people on the streets and have them go to the emergency room and all, you know, or arrest them or all those problems. But, but it requires a bunch of money up front to either build housing for them, which is like insanely difficult to do in LA and takes a long time. Um, or, and then you deal with a lot of people who just don't want a bunch of homeless people in the neighborhood. The other issue, way to do it is to do it in the way that's working, that will probably work best in LA and will be most effective. Like I said, I'm not an expert, this is my guess, is that um, you give people Section 8 vouchers and you work with landlords who say, look, we want to get this person, this is their situation, we can guarantee you their rent will be paid forever, but they have these issues and um, yeah. I don't know that I have much more to say, but I just feel like, I think about this through, it's like a lot like education. It's like, we know how to educate kids. We know how to make good schools, but we don't know how to like distribute right. the resources so everyone has access to those schools. Oh, you know what you want? We can, we can order. Yeah. I don't know what I want yet. Oh, maybe we should wait then. Uh, thank you for the water. I do have one um, question. Have a, um, oh, whoa, oh the, the water almost fell, but uh, Sue, our server, actually caught David's water from before it spilled all over our tabletop. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I saved your life. You saved my life? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, well, I just had a question. What's the difference between the cottage fries and uh, the country fries? Cottage fries, like a home fry, like your mom used to make for you. Got it. And also, country fries, same thing, the home fry, but we add bell pepper and onion. Okay. It's more flavor. Which okay. one is the country? Country is this one, you know, with the bell pepper and Got it. Uh, Got onion. It. Uh -huh. Do you mind if I record you? Why? We're just recording a podcast. Oh, okay. oh yeah, we usually sit with Martha. Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But you don't mind that we're doing this? Yeah, yeah, sure, but I'm by myself right now. You okay, know, okay. Oh, yeah, well, oh, we'll oh, yeah, we won't take your time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe we'll take yeah. a couple minutes yeah. to decide. Yeah. Okay, Great. Thank you. Are you having coffee? You want coffee? Uh, I'll have a coffee. I'll have, I'll have a coffee. Coffee, I wasn't going to have coffee because I've already had a ton of coffee, but I feel like I can't come here and not have coffee. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to get... Oh, have you ever noticed a scrambled burger? Scrambled burger? Yeah. So are we getting breakfast? I'm thinking about it. Is that a part of our rule? No, I mean, pie's not breakfast. fucking rules. <laughs> about what we can eat. Our, our entire first episode was about rules. Yeah, and how there are none, right? Was that what we decided at the Pretty end? Pretty much, we had some, but we're breaking one right now, recording at a different time of day. Right. I was just wondering if we should work our way through breakfast. Where is the scrambled burger? It's under ham and eggs. <laughs> Okay, of course. <laughs> Scrambled eggs mixed with fresh spinach, onions, and ground chuck. I wonder if that's in a bun. Probably not. Are you hungry? I am you're hungry. Having, I you're am hungry. Thing. I am hungry, but I'm also going to make dinner in a couple hours, so I'm trying to right. bridge that. Do you want to, like, split something? The special? The liver? Just kidding. I don't want the liver. Um, Do you want the liver? No, I don't want the liver. Yeah. 
I was just going to get um, the three eggs breakfast. Get it. Look at the Riviera sandwich. Sliced turkey, bacon, avocado, and tomatoes grilled on sourdough bread. Sandwiches look good, but they're kind of expensive. Everything here is expensive. It's <laughs> so expensive here. That's why we need somebody to pay for our minimal hosting plan. Well, we're looking for another sponsor. It's like we're really we'll in the red here. Food. Once a week, man. I know. <laughs> uh, you have a family to support. I know. What are we I doing know. here? Um, well, I'm going to make pizza tonight, and I'm thinking, like, well, maybe I could get something off the menu that I could then turn into toppings on a pizza I'll make for my family <laughs> later. <laughs> Oh, half sandwich. Now, well, I don't know. This is a weird time of day to do this. I know. You know, it's harder to do stuff in the afternoon with your brain, I find. Yeah. It's well, it's like I got into a good groove with my work, and then I feel like I have to shift gears. Yeah, I've just been through a work day myself that started at like 7 in the morning. 11.45 for a grilled ham and cheese sandwich. What? Oh, thank you. She's brewing fresh coffee. My goodness. Can I tell you what I was provisionally maybe? But you're hungry. I was just thinking about getting a BLT one of these days. But I don't really want that much food. The thing is about coming here is that there's, as long and extensive as the menu is, there's not that much that you can get that's just like smaller than a really huge meal. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, why you get the pie a lot. Stuff, but it's kind of pricey. Looks like there's fish soup, but... All right, um, I feel like this has gone on long enough. I'm going to get what I'm going to get, and then we can move on to the next topic. Oh, okay. This is not a topic. This is just <laughs> really entertaining radio. <laughs> All right, so we addressed the, our angel investors' right. question, and I'm glad we did. Uh, did you have anything you want to bring up? I did want to talk about um, some feedback we got. Oh, what's from that? From Nick White. <laughs> he, Calling him out. He, uh, I say he's like one of my, he's trusted ears. Absolutely. He edits a lot of my work. He's come up on. Yeah, he was in now the show. three of the four episodes <laughs> I, of the show. Uh, we uh, were recording with him on Friday night. Yeah, at my at my new studio, um, which we can talk about later. Studio. And uh, I guess he listened to some of it because we were like, "What did you think of it?" And I'm gonna. He said it was a waste of time. That's a direct quote. <laughs> and I countered with a waste of whose time, Nick? And he said, a waste of your time. <laughs> and he pointed at both of us with his two opposite index fingers. Yeah. And I forget and what happened And then he said, make that. a thousand of them, which I don't know. It's a little... He said that to me in an email, too. Yeah. He said, make 1,000 of them. We were emailing about my story, and, and he said, I listened, make a thousand of them. So maybe... It won't be a waste of time if we make a thousand. It's kind of like the, uh, what's Malcolm Gladwell's dictum? A thousand hours? Ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Hey, if that's so what maybe takes. Nick's advice is make a thousand. He's off by And then do that ten, ten more times. <laughs> um, with, so what would you, what, what were your feelings on that, David? Um, did it know, hurt? Did I, it hurt? On one hand, I did kind of agree with him. Yeah. And on the other hand, I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I disagree with him that it's a waste of our time. Right, I do. Because it's like I enjoy it. And if you enjoy doing something, it's not a waste of time. And ostensibly, it's a waste of somebody's time to listen to it all. But we <laughs> have not asked anyone to do that. Right, well, we did online. And Charlie Kaufman has this great speech that you can listen to online, actually, on SoundCloud. He addressed, uh, he gave a speech at BAFTA, the British 
blah, blah, yeah, film, we, blah, we blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's this great speech that I love to listen to actually before like starting anything major creative because he's asked to give a speech on screenwriting, but then he just turns it into this, you know, great discussion of like how he feels uncomfortable with the idea that he would even do that, you know, and that he, he would pose as an expert and that the idea that anyone is an expert in anything is actually completely untrue. And all we're doing all day long, every day in our jobs and our personal interactions is selling ourselves as experts, mm -hmm. selling ourselves or selling things. It's in whether it's you're doing something artistic or you're just having a conversation. Any rate, he says at some point in during this speech that he hates it when people say of a movie, well, that's two hours I'll never get back. Every two hours is two hours you will never get back. That's true. So Nick White, I'm calling you out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it hurt my feelings or anything, but it, um, it gave me pause. Mm -hmm. And also I was wondering what he was actually thinking. Yeah. Uh, and I do I mean, disagree I that it's it, a waste I, of yours and my time. Yeah, because, I don't think it's a waste of my time. And I also don't think it changes anything about how we're going to do this. The thing is, you know. No, but I think we should dig into feelings. Mm -hmm. I want to get real here. First of all, it meant more coming from Nick than right. coming from another person, right. probably. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I value his opinion. As a friend and as someone who is good at editing radio stories. And so when he said that, slow down time, what were you thinking? I was thinking... Mm, Mostly, I just don't remember. <laughs> but I'm trying to. I'm trying to think hard about. What I mean, I think I just laughed. I think I thought it was. A I funny think we thing both, to say. Yeah, it was. Um, Little flip. And I think things that are funny. One of the reasons it was funny is because there's like a little bit of truth in it, you know. Right. Absolutely. And. You know. I don't know how I was feeling, other than just like. I laughed. I don't know. So that didn't stick with me as much as the uh, the use of the H word. Oh, he did say, yeah, hubris. Which, of course, which I agree with. It's like any time you, like... <laughs> I think it's more... I think it's indulgent, but I don't think that the fact that we are putting these up means that we necessarily think that somebody should listen to them. Right. Why do you... Why do... Why are we putting these up? What do you... What's your... I mean, I'm like... I can speak for myself. No, that's fair. I, I, I don't know why we're putting them up. I, you know, I, I think that, I think maybe putting them up has something to do with why we're going to keep doing them, at least for now. Mm -hmm. And so that's good. If we hadn't been putting them public for the past, you know, this is the fourth time we're doing this. Would would we have made it to four times? If we didn't have microphones here, we would still be doing this. Maybe not as often. Maybe it would be easier to get to, like, a real conversation <laughs> than it is with the mics here. Well, yeah, I was thinking about this because I was like, well, I feel like we were really good for a while at having regular meetups for breakfast. And right. then life got in the way of that, as it often does. And I missed that. And I feel like by saying we're going to put out an episode every week, it forces us to show up. And so that ensures that we will have that weekly gathering that, was like, that I like having. But it also completely changes, like the dynamic <laughs> like it's do you not miss the old dynamic sure to some degree i mean i feel like this is public this is a public conversation now yeah. so i'm a little more reticent to say things and but on the other hand it, we have it every friday 
or in this case, and also I feel Monday like, or Tuesday or whatever you call this day. I also feel like there's the moment after we hit stop. Oh my God, this van just drove by that has a menorah on the roof. Oh yeah, it's an illuminated menorah. On How many candles? How many Toyota Sienna minivan? I think we're at six. Yeah, cause yeah we're at it's six. It's accurate. It's lit up. And it's pulling into the car wash. You're going to take, take that through the, the car, car wash? wash? It's, no. It's running electricity up there. Oh, no. Wow. Um. Uh, well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into a TikTok. Everyone's on the edge of their seats. What's like going to happen to the car? It's a report of the, burning of the, of the uh, car wash burning down. Because this could be a went. local news scoop. <laughs> yeah. um, well, um, but I was going to say, when you, we had stopped, we can... We can We've been hitting stop and talking for yeah, five minutes. That's, so that's great. So it's kind we, of the best we, of the we have hung out as we've talked about, <laughs> apart from this podcast, yeah. too. So I feel like it's all good. But, okay, this brings up something interesting, which is maybe that the idea of this would have been like getting to something like intimate and unvarnished, whether it's from us or from somebody else. But having the microphone there or having the camera there or whatever always gets in the way of that. Yeah. Although... Sometimes it brings it out in people, I've noticed. There's people that, like, when they know they're being listened to intently or, like, actively listened to, it makes them want to say things. Or maybe it allows them to go places, because when you're speaking with a relative stranger, maybe sometimes it's easier to take the conversation into uncomfortable places or to speak directly about things that are hard to speak about. Yeah. I think the microphone is good for that, the radio versus having a film camera there. Um, yeah, like in Galax, I had a lot of great moments with people because I was there for longer than I needed to be, probably. And Galax, Virginia. Galax, Virginia, the story that I'm doing for KCRW and Nick White. Thank you, Nick. Don't say who's hosting it. I got in trouble because I posted an Instagram thing about the host, and Nick was like, we haven't, we haven't announced who the host is. So oh, okay. Don't say. Cool. I only met him once. <laughs> um, I was recording everything just to fill the time kind of, and I was like, had all this adrenaline and I got into some nice conversations that I think were, you know, really good tape, but stuff that would never fit into my story. And just like talking to people like this old man talking to him about death after like, you know, within five minutes of meeting him, we were just talking about how uh, he had a grandbaby that was killed by a drunk driver and talking about his regrets in life. Wow. Um, he couldn't speak to what exactly his regrets were, but he said that he had done some people wrong and he was like, his eyes, this old hillbilly's eyes were filled with tears. Wow. Uh, and I don't think that that's something that he would have said, but I, I could see that he was kind of like willing to go there. And I said, do you have regrets? And he was like, of course I do. Yeah, Thank you, Sue. Yes, I think we are ready. <laughs> oh, good. Good, go ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna have the three egg breakfast. Oh, good. Can I get a like sunny side up? Ooh, uh, uh, can I get those country fries? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you recommend that? Oh, cool. The right. best country fries. Not too many people make that. And what kind of toast may I get for you? Uh, Sourdough wheat rice, uh, white. I'll do rye. Thank you. Butter is okay. Butter is great. Thank you. How I do the ticket together? Together. together. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I'll have a cup of matzo ball soup. Cup of, today, not uh, on the weekend. Matzo ball we serve only the weekend. Only on the weekend. Yeah, today is a vegetable soup, also the chicken tortilla soup. Chicken tortilla? Yes. Uh-huh. Monday. What do you like between the vegetable and the chicken tortilla? Chicken tortilla. Uh-huh. Awesome. Take that. Yeah. Okay. A cup or bowl? Just a cup. Cup. Yeah. Anything else? No. No, that's all. Okay. No, thank yeah, you. my pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 
I'd like to point out that our server's name is Sue, and it's on her uh, apron. It's embroidered on her apron. It's an em embroidered, uh, just S-U. Maybe those are her initials, but I think maybe it's her name. And I'd also like to point out that my friend David, who's spoken at length about his dislike of eggs on this podcast, just ordered the three-egg breakfast. <laughs> yeah. What What's going on? I think eggs are good when they're runny and you can use them as a sauce on other foods. Oh, right. So since you have the hash browns So coming, I got the hash browns. I'm going to take the eggs. I'm going to put them on top of the hash browns and mash it all together. And it's like a soupy mess and pour hot sauce all over it. And that'll be really good. <laughs> but I don't like eggs by themselves as a thing. You're going to do that first and, in that order? That's why last time when I got the waffle and the eggs, I didn't eat the eggs because I didn't want to put eggs in my waffle. Right. <laughs> Well, so are you going to do it in that order, though? You're going to take the eggs, put them on top of the hash browns, and then mash it all up and put hot sauce on it? Yeah. I mean, the toast is going to factor in there somehow. Oh, the, the, the toast will definitely factor in. <laughs> I don't know how yet. <laughs> uh, you know. Are you going to use Cholula or Tabasco? Those are your options. Probably Cholula. I don't really like either, but what are you going to do? I find those to be a little too vinegary for my tastes. Right. Should we talk more about feelings? Sure. I'm not good at talking about feelings, but it's... Really? I feel like if we try, maybe we'll get there. You really don't think you're good at talking about feelings? At all or on mic? In general. Who I don't know, is good mic, at talking about feelings? <laughs> the mic doesn't really make it any harder, I don't think. I mean, I'm definitely in the part of me that's like, well, who's going to listen to this? Who's going to listen to this? Right, you're getting nervous now. 70 people isn't, well, at least, I don't know how the analytics work, but 70 people press play on episode two. That's something. Huh. Bean counter over there. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to take that to our advertisers. That, 71 not, people listened to episode two. <laughs> was it episode two, you said? Yeah. What did we discuss there that was sensitive? I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, why does that together. stick out to you? You just looked at the stats or something? Well, I'm, in my mind, when I think about who's listening to what I'm saying, that's the best indication I have that anyone's listening, is that number. It's right. an abstract thing, but it's a number. Talking about feelings is hard. Yeah. We, Talking is hard. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we have no problem doing it for an hour every week. Well, I think that, not to defend you know, the reason for doing this again, but also it makes you think about what you say. Oh, thank you. Wow, that was you, fast. You're busy. That's some Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is that mint? Where? In the, the green. Oh, that's a bay leaf. Bay leaf. Ah. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not supposed to eat it. Although, I wonder what... I mean... What kind of flavor does bay leaf actually have? Come on, David. I feel like... If we you can get fresh a, bay or something real... We need to do, like, a test where you make a soup with bay without and see if you can taste the difference. I, I bet no, especially if the soup has, like, flavor in it. Uh, but I'm talking about just, like, the bay leaves that you can get, like, in a store. I think that maybe if you could get fresh bay or, like, really, like, source, like, good dried bay leaves, you'd probably taste it. Oh, thank you. Here are the tortillas. Okay, great. So David got saltines to munch on. Thank you, Sue. But I just got like a separate little monkey dish of uh, tortilla strips. I mean, I don't know what those? people call this. Huh. 
I think maybe people say that in restaurants. I would call it a tiny bowl. It's a tiny bowl, okay. But you're the food writer, so. Yeah, I know. I hate it when people call me that. <laughs> I write stories about people. Like, it's not really. But and then people like to eat food. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's how I got into this racket, this crazy racket. All right, so what feelings are hardest to talk about? Um, I don't know. It's like I don't even know how to talk about what feelings are hard to talk about. It's just like it's like a, it's like a it's like a door that I just am like trying to open, but like the feelings. I want to open the door, but like it's jammed. You know what I mean? Really? Sure. Have we never talked about feelings? I'm sure we have. But like, when you say, let's talk about feelings, I feel like it's just like <laughs> suddenly there's a lot of... Topic three. Also, it's just kind of a vague thing, feelings. Well, I, I mean, I feel like I can talk about feelings in we're the trying to get into a specific it. situation. Right, so we're trying to get into it a little bit with the Nick White thing. Right. It was like, how did that make you feel? Obviously, it made you feel something. You wanted to bring it up. It did. I mean, I feel like I worry a lot that I get distracted very easily. And I think that got to the heart of this idea that like, is this a distraction from more important work that I should be doing? And that's a feeling, I think. Even though it's literally with. one hour of your time Well, I mean, week. ultimately I don't know that it is because I feel like it's just an hour and I would need to eat food at that time anyway. It's like taking an hour lunch except we're recording it. Right. So. But I also feel like you don't have feelings if there isn't something that's true about the situation, you know. And I think it is true that I, it's hard for me to, like, focus on tasks. So you feel like this is somehow in the balance of things detracting from your ability to do I don't know work. if it is. I mean, I'm still doing my work, so to I me, guess it's not. Once again, it's about process and, like, it's, like muscle memory or like the ability to like do what we're doing now and I think that's related to your work that's the way that I would defend it need one of your tortilla chips yeah do you want some I'm, I'm sorry that nah I'm good looks like the, the chef with the chef's hat is doing David's uh, eggs right now it's okay the tortilla soup yeah yeah it's, it's okay fine Seems pretty clean. Clean? Yeah. It's a clean protein situation. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, there's not much to this except for like chicken broth, you know, like shredded boiled chicken, onions, tomato, maybe some dry spices. Yeah. Bay leaves were established. Right. Took, I took two pieces, two big honking pieces of bay leaf out. Um, and then tortilla chips. So, or strips. So I feel like it's clean. No? Yeah. No surprises here in the tortilla soup. No surprises. Roasted a chicken last night. I saw it on Instagram. It looked really good. It was good. What do you do with all the... You rest, roast it on a bed of like... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, well... Aromatics. My Instagram post, do do I aromatics? called it a sofrito bianca. It's funny because when I hear sofritos, I just think <laughs> of the tofu they serve at Chipotle. What's that? It's called sofritos. It's so just like a meat alternative. Oh, really? 
Well, I think so sofrito, why do you call it sofritos? Sofrito, I believe, is the Italian word. I'm so relieved that we're talking about food and not feelings, by the way. Yeah, when you pivoted. <laughs> Go on. We'll get back to it. Uh, the Italian word for like mirepoix. So okay, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I had was I just had an onion, I had some fennel, and I had some of these like carrots that were very pale. And so everything was looking very pale. It was like the same color. And I thought, that's interesting. I just chopped all these things up and now I can hardly tell them apart. I'm going to take a photo of that. And I put thyme and slices of lemon down, spatchcocked the chicken, put it skin side up, down on top of the veggies, brushed it with olive oil, salt and pepper, obviously. No put dry it in the brine? Oven. What's that? No dry brine? Well, um, no. No. So then I've been known to dry brine a bird for many days. What do you do with the sofritos after you roast it? You just eat it? Eat them, yeah. Just with a spoon? Yeah, I throw away the lemons and, and the herbs hmm. and everything else. I just just give it a mix, and then it's just like roasted vegetables on the side. It's kind of like a lot of the times I'll roast a chicken on a rack over a baking dish filled with vegetables, or it could be potatoes or something like that, uh-huh. and then the fat will drip down. Mm-hmm. And um, Thank you. That looks beautiful. Enjoy, okay? Thank you. Those country potatoes look good. They do look really good. I don't know if I've ever gotten those, which is insane. Yeah, it's basically hash browns, but not like the, not like those shoestring hash browns. It's like just chunks of potato that are cooked to a nice brown and then mixed with onions, bell peppers, red and green. And three big old eggs that I'm going to watch you eat every single piece of. (laughs) Oh. As if I haven't left a plate of eggs at the Astro before. Come on. This is a guy who's willing to leave three eggs on the table and then go home. Maybe you could put those on your pizza. I was actually going to put some egg on the pizza. Egg on a pizza, I'm a huge fan well, of. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. But I don't like putting eggs on a lot of things, but egg on a pizza, I love. These are going to be chick flea, chickpea flour pizzas. I'm going to make oh, right. I have a shitload of basil in the garden. And it's just like I can't use this basil fast enough. So do some basil in there. I got some chicken sausages. Some tomatoes. Have you made the dough? No, you make it to order for the pizzas. Oh, really? It has to set for 30 minutes, and then you cook it in a frying pan until it's hard, and then you braise it in the oven. Right. You, you do it in the cast iron? Uh, I should do it in a cast iron. It's a good idea. It'll be a lot bigger. Stay hot. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about chicken. We eat the so I, it's, I'm, I'm eating uh, tortilla soup with, with chicken in it. But last night I roasted a chicken. I shredded some chicken and put it on a salad today. That's what I had for lunch. So now I'm having chicken for my tea time meal. What's an animal that eats a lot of chickens? That's what I am. Fox? I'm a fox. You are a fox. Reaching fox status. Angel investor, are you regretting your decision to keep (laughs) us on the air for a full year? It's great that he put the money up front. He's not paying month to month. He can't retract it, right? We're good for a year. It was a one-time boy, and that way we we saved him a little because if he had paid, you know, a la carte every month, it would have would have taken a little bit more. Um, David's going for the Cholula. He's got it all over one of his eggs. One time we had this when I was in I was like my twenties, and we got really drunk at this bar and found ourselves in the back storage room of the bar. It was like left unlocked. And so we stole a giant, like, industrial-sized bottle of Cholula because we were idiots. Right. <laughs> and uh, we had it on top of our refrigerator. And one morning I, like, woke up and I opened the freezer to get some frozen waffles. And, like, the entire thing just, like, fell and crashed in our entire kitchen. <laughs> 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 
covered in Cholula, and it was total karma for. And I've also hated Cholula since then because like the smell of it, you know, just like all over the kitchen for forever because we were also just like lazy and like. So you like, probably didn't clean it well, up. Well, we like right? cleaned up, but like we didn't bother like getting under the fridge, and it was just like you know, just like rotting Cholula, you know. Ugh. But now you just threw that Cholula on one of your no, eggs. But, but I still, I hate it less than I hate Tabasco. So. All right, let's go to some listener questions. Oh, yeah, we got listener questions. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who submitted questions. David. Yes. This is from Alex Braverman. Right. Is there an internal silent calculation that goes on in your mind when ordering slash cooking food, and does it take health slash calories slash the environment into account? Well, I feel like there's an internal... What was the phrase? Internal... What? Well, it was calculation? Yeah, calculation. Internal like, silent calculation. My mind is constantly doing internal silent calculations about everything all the time. So, yes... I don't really worry about health other than, like, a basic idea is, like, idea. But, like, basically, I'm like, oh, have I eaten enough vegetables? And then should I eat more vegetables? That's right. it. Because I eat pretty healthy generally. What about the environment? Uh, only when it comes to meat. You know, I think I shouldn't, eat as, I shouldn't eat much meat because it's environmentally better. So I'll often not get meat. Have we talked about this since the first episode? Because you were trying to kind of take it easy on the meat. I'm always trying to take it easy on the meat. We're talking about treating meat as a flavor. Just being more conscious, like, only having meat that's really good and, you know. Like not having tacos every night? I mean, other that's my exception. I'll eat tacos <laughs> anytime. Anytime I'll have tacos. But outside of that, I try to be selective about my right. meat consumption. What about you? Are you going to answer the question, too? Oh, should I answer it as well? Yeah. We got an hour to kill, man. <laughs> so, of course, there's an internal silent calculation that goes on when I'm ordering. I'm just thinking about, like, what do I want? If I'm ordering something, then I'm already in a situation where I'm kind of indulging myself. You know, like, I'm, I don't eat a lot of meals out, okay, actually. The fact that you've taken a decision to go out means that, like... Yeah, I'm going to, like, let myself away. have something. One of the things that I often think about is, like, is this anything that I wouldn't have at home? Um, right. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want many do-overs, you know, the, for the, the home-cooked stuff. And I, I love cooking at home. I do it a lot. So I think about that. Um, of course, I'm thinking about, like, what I've heard about whatever the food is. Um, sometimes I'm thinking about the rest of my day. Rarely. I think, the rest of your day? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's like, like oh, I don't want to have too much food right now or something like that or like i'm a fox am i gonna keep if i'm eating <laughs> chicken for dinner? Like i've been eating a lot like a fox lately i should i'm a talking fox inside the astro <laughs> diner <laughs> i'm the fantastic mr fox maybe what isn't that a movie yeah. i never saw it actually it's the only wes anderson movie i haven't seen uh here it's good all right should so i'm thinking about movies? all that stuff i know that Absolutely, we should do movie reviews. I, I know that that's not what you're referring to, Alex. Um, doesn't Does it take into account health, calories, the environment? Really? Not at all. None of those things? Especially ordering. Cooking is different for me. So he does say slash cooking. And cooking, I'm thinking about all those things. I almost exclusively use CSA, organic. I know this is, like, ridiculous. But when I'm cooking, I, cooking at home, I get it from a CSA. 
um, that works with small farms that are local. I walk to Whole Foods 365 and buy an organic chicken sometimes. And other than that, like, that's how I get my food. I get butter and milk and, uh, you know, dairy products from Whole Foods 365, um, mostly organic. But, yeah, I'm, if I'm out, then I'm, I'm kind of, like, doing the opposite of that. Like, I'm not yeah. taking that stuff into account. But I don't think about health, especially because I think somebody said this uh, who, you know, was speaking from uh, research. He said you know eat whatever you want but just cook it for yourself and like that's like the best thing that you can do for your health and gone maybe even the environment too but just it was to cook like for yourself. yeah it's like if you want like chocolate syrup like yeah but make the chocolate syrup like you have to go get and I'm like okay cool so like pretty much that's what I do except I add some fat like I add olive oil and butter and salt to what I'm cooking but I like make almost anything else that I eat at home uh bread I get I don't make bread, which is weird. I make my own pizza dough. Um, but so, but I'm not thinking about health. I'm indulging when I'm at home, and I'm thinking about, like, I'm going to get that bottle of wine that would have cost, like, two and a half times more at, at any restaurant because it does, and I'm going to have it at home with this food that I made that I'm going to make as decadently as I want because I'm making it for myself, and I'm supporting the right places and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but then when I'm out at a restaurant, I'm like, I just want, like, the, the experience. Like, if there's one thing to get and I knew I was only coming here once, I would want to order that, of course. Yeah. Well, how come you never ordered the signature dish here at the Astro Diner? We should have done it today since I'm a fox. Because oh, yeah, it's the chicken, chicken thing. Well, maybe in a week or two we'll order it after we'll I... We'll get it one of these days. Kind of, it's yeah, like you don't want to, like... Come down off all this chicken that I've been eating. All this organic chicken. That's good tortilla soup. You want to try this? I'll try your country potatoes. We'll just see what that's all, all that's cracked up to be. We're good. I, I like think this is one of the better things I've had at the Astro Diner. Really? Yeah. Just three eggs and the country potatoes? Yeah. I like the way the potatoes I, mean, I would love to get some sausage with this, but like I said, trying to eat less meat. But that kicks the price way up. Also, yeah, can, no. I can't afford to be eating sausage at the Asher Diner every week. I got a fucking three-year-old to be. <laughs> All right, when you wake up at 3 a.m. and can't fall back asleep, what do you think about? I'll go first. Mostly, I think that that's a great question also from Alex Raverman. If I wake up at 3 a.m. and I can't fall back asleep, what I'm thinking about is, did I do the right thing? Like meaning, it, and that there's a huge spectrum. Right. That that could be. Did I write 1989 or 1988 into that script today, and which one was it? And, which and did I remember to change it? Did I send the right version? You know, I'll worry about the facts of whatever I'm doing a lot, um, or little changes. Often it's that. Often it's it's a decision that I know that I've made, but I can't remember if I've executed it or not because it's the dead of night and I just woke up. What? Does this marmalade taste off to you? It smells off. I'm not. Yeah, I'm oh. gonna. Wow, is there soap in there? I don't know what's in there. We got these coffees at a local establishment once, and yeah. they just tasted like soap. And then we had to have a huge, like, we had to psych ourselves up to go and be like, 
Because I was like, these coffees taste I, I, so. I couldn't drink it, and and it was like the two iced coffees together cost like seven fifty or whatever. And I'm the person who's like, I was just. It was it. not like a third wave coffee joint either, but yeah, the, finally we psyched ourselves up, and you were like, I'd probably just keep drinking this. We'd both gotten pretty deep into it, but like I knew I couldn't have more of it, so I was like, it's only right to say it. It absolutely tastes like soap. We had confirmed that with each other many times. Yeah. Watch it and ask the guy, and he was like, "Oh yeah, sometimes the container that we we serve this in gets a little soapy." So yeah, like, yeah it happens so all the time. Check People on always it. say this tastes like soap. He goes back and he pours himself a little, a little bit of the coffee in uh, a different cup, and he sips it, and he's like, "No, not getting any soap on this one." <laughs> so essentially, and it's like you just said, yeah. you just set up that this happens all the time, and now but, you're calling us liars. But then, and then he did the thing, but I'll, but I'll give you another one yeah. anyway. And we were like, thanks, because you're being so generous right now, because actually it doesn't taste like soap, and we're crazy. <laughs> but we just want replacement coffees that probably will taste like soap anyway. Um, yeah. No, he, he gave it from a, a, a new batch that he had brewed, and, and they were better. Um, so back to waking up in the middle of the night, uh, that could be one end of the spectrum of like what is right and the other end could be like just questioning everything that I've done in my life, like uh, viewing it from a moral perspective, you know, could I do better like by this person? Um, you know, did I make the right decision? Second guessing some decision that I made that was hard to come by and involve somebody else and maybe affected their day or their feelings and did I do the right thing? Or maybe in the middle of that stuff, or maybe even farther on the low end of the spectrum, is just like social malaise from like, oh, I said that thing in that way, or you know, yeah. that person saw me doing that thing or saying that thing, and or that person could hear me saying this on this podcast right now, you know, those type of things. But that's probably on the low end, all the way up to like, I'm a bad person. Yeah. But so yeah, I really am probably always thinking about something. Right. Did I do it right? Yeah. That's about as feelings as I can get at 3.30 in the afternoon. So what do you think about? Um, I feel like one of the things that I would be thinking about would be like, why don't I have the balls to tell that barista that my coffee tastes like soap? What's wrong with you? Why are you such a goddamn coward? You know? Um, but I rarely wake up at 3.30 in the morning. When I do, it's usually because I have to be up early for something. Like whenever I have to be up early for something, I always like wake up. Oh, you have to be up at five, but you yeah, wake, and up, I wake at three. up at three thirty. And so usually I'm just like angry at the fact that I'm up earlier than I need to be. And then I'm like trying to. You're resenting not getting the sleep. Yeah. So what are you thinking in those moments when you're trying to get back to sleep? Go, go back to sleep, <laughs> Weinberg. You need some. You need rest. This is the important thing you got to do tomorrow. You got to go interview the mayor of some inland empire city. Find the self-respect like... to go up to that barista, <laughs> oh, Weinberg. You fool. Yeah. Yeah. Nighttime's good for getting dark. Yep. Turns out it's not nighttime, but it's getting there. Wait, right. you're not you're talking about in our sleep. Not right now. In real time. I'm talking about when three three in the morning, but also as you pointed out at the beginning of this episode, the sun was setting behind the hill and it's just now getting starting to get dark. But that's uh, this big hill next to the Silver Lake Reservoir. Um we won't get total darkness for another I don't know, maybe an hour. It's coming. Earlier and earlier. Was it hard to answer that question on air, on mic? No. What, what, how, how, uh, how much we got, how much, what do we got there? How long, how long <laughs> have we been talking? <laughs> We've been talking for 51 minutes and Whoa. 25 seconds. Why, this episode's flying by. 
All right. Well, I think that our investors sent one other question along. Oh, but we're not going to discuss his. That's right. Oh, so I made this really good hot sauce this week. I should have brought some for you. Yeah. Uh, fermented chilies and garlic. And then I had these pickled persimmons the, because we've been getting all these Fuyu persimmons in our farm box. And I pickled them with like vinegar, sugar, um, clove, allspice, cinnamon, black peppercorns. And they were tasting really good, but I had a bunch and I didn't know what to do with them. And I combined them with the fermented chilies and garlic and it has this really nice kind of like bright fruitiness added a little bit of more vinegar too so it's sort of like there's like way more of a balance of like super fiery super funky super sour super there's some sweetness in there too and i call it fuyu fire i i went over a lot of names because i didn't want to be offensive to the fact that there are like a lot of major wildfires like taking people's homes right now in California. Yeah. But at the same including time... Including people you know personally. Including people I know, yeah. I didn't want to call it like victims of the St. Thomas fire sauce. Hot sauce? Yeah. Uh, oh, hi, burning. No, there were a bunch so of... So good, it'll make you want to grab this hot sauce instead of your most precious valuables when you run out the oh, door dear. of your burning oh, house. <laughs> That's an example of what you wouldn't want to do. With your right, family. that is an example of what we wouldn't want to do. And our hearts... Go watch the victims. It's, I didn't want to call it thoughts and prayers, wildfire <laughs> sauce. Um, so, but but the, what it made me think of was the persimmon tree that we had in the backyard in the house that I grew up in, which was advertised in the newspaper when my parents found the listing for the house. It said orchard because there were all these fruit trees that this one-armed judge who built the house had planted. His wife was a horticulturalist. Mm. It had planted about 75 years before, so they were just in a great point of maturity. Uh, mulberry, avocado, pineapple, guava, three kinds of grapes, persimmon, lemon, fig, just like on and on. Um, But the persimmon tree was not fuyu. The fuyus are the more squat ones that look more like, kind of looks like, I guess, what shape is that? They're, They're like apples that look like that, that are kind of, they're squat, almost like a donut shape a little bit, like a small donut, old fashioned. Mm-hmm. And then there are fuyu persimmons that are shaped more like this, like almost like a acorn nut shape with uh-huh. a pointed bottom. So those are called hachika persimmons. We had both of them in my old house. Right. Oh, yes, you did. That's yeah, right. We had both trees. We had a persimmon uh, fuyu and the other one. So I had a hachika, I think, unless it was something else that has a pointed bottom. Uh, no, it was a hachika. But at any rate, if my childhood home, and this house was also the place that I discovered my love of like fermented and funky things, starting with Roquefort cheese. Um, and anchovy paste, which is what Richard's famous salad dressing, which I made when I was a kid, had Roquefort, anchovy paste, a lot of vinegar, and fresh dill from the from the orchard, from the garden. Mm. Um, in any case, that's where the Richard's famous branding comes from. Uh, but if you combine that funkiness of the Roquefort or the fermented chilies and garlic with like sort of the sweetness of a persimmon, I wanted to call it like orchard embers or something like that because if that house burned down if that tree burned down uh-huh. that's kind of what this hot sauce is all about and it's well, famous i mean this will pass maybe we might just be in a new era where everything's always burning all the time but eventually people will go back to their lives and they won't associate your oh well that's why i landed on fuyu fire i did use fire but it felt safe enough it didn't seem yeah. like it didn't make me think of like a right. lie right orchard fire or like orchard burning or whatever. 
embers of the orchard, whatever I want to call it, right. did kind of make me think of Ojai, because uh, there are a lot of orchards up there, and it is on fire right now. Yeah. It, it's now the third largest wildfire in California history, I think is what they're saying. Wow. So that's my hot sauce. I, I, I've been doing it every it. year for, I think, more than 10 years. I've been making something spicy really? around, not hot sauce. It, it started out with vinegar pickled jalapenos, hmm. often with like garlic, shallots, carrots. pickling with vinegar. I started. I thought you were strictly a brining man. These days, I, I pretty much only ferment unless I'm doing something like the persimmons, like where I just do it on the stovetop. I used to be into canning at home, but that's like really, it is dangerous, actually. Like, you got to watch out. You don't get botulism with canning because you're trying to trap something in that if you trap something bad in, yeah. you're, so if the acidity isn't right or there's some sort of bacteria, then you're trapping in something bad that could kill you. But um, with fermenting, you're leaving it out in order to... Uh, give the the healthy bacteria a way to grow and basically all you need to know is like is this completely unappetizing to me does this smell like rotten like like spoiled and i know there's different levels of like mm -hmm. what we consider spoiled because i think we're rather on the dainty end of the spectrum these days as a society but like unless your body is rejecting it that's kind of all you need to know to know that something fermented is is okay or stuff growing like massively in it but even certain kinds of yeast are completely harmless mm. like calm yeast k-a-h-m it's just this like kind of cloudy white film that forms yeah, on the surface you can just stir it back in it's, oh really yeah oh, like cool. people talk about it it has a taste and if you let it sit on top it'll continue to grow like as a cluster but if you stir it back in the other bacteria could eat it um mm. happens a lot with chilies because chilies they're kind of like high sugar and they'll like ferment pretty quick and so if there's a quick fermentation happening because of the heat or because of the sugars, mm -hmm. you might get a lot of that yeast in your ferments and it's completely harmless. Good to know. Practical advice and feelings. There's On some feelings show. in there. <laughs> but so I've been doing it for about 10 years. It's evolved into hot sauce. And I just, I basically, this is mellow. If you're listening to this, like maybe you'll get one, maybe you won't. But like. <laughs> get your hopes up there isn't a list it's just like i just give it to people who i happen to see because with the pickled jalapenos it started i think i made like you know 10 jars or something like that and anyone local who i like happen to be seeing over the holidays i'll give it to them do you um, just carry around all the, at all times like no. five or six jars on no you, so in case you run into them i'm good a little bit yeah this is only the second cup we've had right this is your third cup this is my third wonderful <laughs> I'll be back, give you some more water. Okay. Thank you. Oh, sure. Thank you. No, like, I should have brought one here, for example, because you're going out of town. By the way, when do you get back? Day after Christmas. So that's a week from Six. tomorrow. Okay, cool. So we'll be back on schedule. Should we put this out Friday or right now? Friday. Why? Is it going to get better by Friday if we just let it sit until Friday? Yeah, it's like pickling, right? I don't know. I don't know. I just, that was my instinct. Okay. Although it might be nice to put it out now because people might want to listen to it while they're traveling. I think putting <laughs> I think that putting something out on Friday is like generally not like yeah. The, generally, the I think it's like Tuesday or Wednesday out. is like the day you're supposed to like hit hit the ground, hit All the right. publish button. Let's throw it up today. All right. So we've got 40 seconds left. Oh, so thank you to our sponsor. Yeah, thanks for uh, we'll be sponsor. discussing him and crediting him in some formalized way. But for give now, him a, for you, fire dryer. 
Look, I told you there's no list, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Well, everyone out there, have a good uh, Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. Please be safe over the holidays. We'll see you, I guess, after Christmas and yeah. before the new year. Mm-hmm. Happy Hanukkah. Also, just uh, update that car wash didn't burn down, so I don't know. I guess. Oh, yeah. The menorah must have made it out unscathed and the SUV upon which it stood. Minivan. All right. Well, in next week's fact checks, that and more. <laughs>